Wake Up Waiting Podcast, we back. Another episode. Got a good friend here. Nah, rather cousin, you know. We grew up together. One of my favorite people to talk to while I'm at church. Not that we talking to church and like that, but you know. Leave us alone, old folks. It's <laughs> <laughs> my homie, my partner, Haley Weaver. What's up? What's good, man? What's going on, man? What's, what's going on to? Getting ready for this. Next move, man. The next move. The next move. The cold Minnesota. Minnesota. You got to buy your coat from Minnesota, though. Like, yeah. Ain't nothing down here going to work. Not a Waco thing. I know you remember the ice week. You know, any coat you have, don't we, not going to work at this Literally, point. the week I said yes to going, that snow, the snowstorm hit. That's a fact, man. <sighs> Minnesota. So, like, do you ever like the Minnesota Vikings growing up? Like, no, man. It's Cowboys or nothing else. Cowboys or nothing else. You, you probably that's probably why you like such a good loyal person because <laughs> like the Cowboys, they put y'all fans through so much mediocrity for the you know, past twenty years, not making the playoffs, and y'all, y'all finally got hard to stick with them, man. So what's the, what's the problem? <laughs> like, I don't. Jerry Jones, the the head is the problem. Uh, the administration is the problem. Definitely, like he. He pretty much the Cowboy's biggest enemy at this point. It's nothing on the field. He always going to get in the way because he, he want to be the GM, the coach. He want to suit up, get on the field. Like, Yeah, he can't let the coach coach. He want to coach from the press box. Exactly, man. So, ain't that the reason that's why the dude in the 90s got fired? Because he, like, they was going at it. Yeah, too much. It was a control thing. Who got control of the team? Control of the locker room. I can't remember his name. J- uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, yeah. I think everybody's still living in that era. That's probably that's why I still. Yeah, so we got Cowboys some fan. unrealistic Cowboys fans. As soon as the season hit, we went in the Super Bowl. Now let's see what we got first. Man, let's nah. see what we got first. Nah, even when the Baylor men they, they won the championship, everybody talking about, oh, Cowboys next. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Just, let's see what we got first. <laughs> like, just let us celebrate this little, you know, the parade and all that first before y'all start to talk to Cowboys nonsense, man. But anyway, man. Where I want to start? You was a UConn fan too, though, right? <laughs> yes, I'm a so, UConn fan. Where was, all right, so was it a specific player? You like Gino? Or what's, what, what was the uh, origin of that? Diana Taurasi, man. Hey, she's uh, one of the goats. She, it was, yeah, she's definitely a goat. Yeah, man. Like, it was, it's either her or mom. Or, yeah. But. It was probably, it had to be, my sister was in high school and they was playing AAU. And back then, the national tur- uh, tournament was in Colorado Springs at the Navy base. And that's where the Olympic Training Center is. And so we're there um, taking pictures and stuff at the training center and a bus pulls up and the team gets off. It's the, uh, the Bear Cup team and Diana Taurasi's on that bus. Uh. So she gets off and we're taking pictures and I'm like, oh, it's the team, <laughs> I gotta get a picture with them. So I think we all posed, got a picture with them in every sense, man. Been a UConn fan ever since. I was had to be seven, six. Okay, all right. So, so ever since. So you like a real deal. You like a real deal UConn fan because you know it. It was a few people from Waco talking about the UConn fans, and they, I feel like they were just trying to stir the pot. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I know you UConn fan because at one time UConn came to Waco. You was in there in a stadium full of green shirts. You the only UConn shirt in there. See the right next to him. I'm like, see that my mouth closed. I ain't trying to get jumped tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then something else I noticed tonight. Gino was kind of short. Like 
He like looking uh, Kim eye to eye. Yeah, he's not a big dude. I'm like, yo, you know, everybody on TV look bigger than what they are, but you know, it kind of surprised me that night. Shout out to him. He kind of the go to coach. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah, so like, let me see. So kind of fast forward to the champ, not the championship. Was that the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 this year? They it was Elite eight. eight. Elite Eight. All right, so what kind of, let's see, what kind of happened in that game in your, from your perspective? Like, um, I, I didn't see the game. I hear everybody else talking about the last moment, but like, let me get right. from your from confidence. Um, I'll say it. It was a foul. No doubt about it. It was a foul. I I mean, I played the game. You know, a foul is a foul. But I think that 19-0 run at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, Mm -hmm. was a big thing. They missed nine free throws. I'm not exactly how many. Yes. So those two things right there could have won you the game. If you just hit a few of those free throws. Right. And if you had to call timeout, you – as I, I don't coach, I'm not, that's not me, but I ain't never played for a coach to let a team go on a 19-0 run without calling a timeout trying to gather us together. That's a, that's a very good point. You could some uh, you could have done a lot of different things that moment yeah. just to stop the momentum. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, but, I mean, D.D. went down. She's the heartbeat of the team. That's a, I mean, all of it plays a part. And it's the game. It's the game we play. It's the, it's the reason why we play. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it was a foul. A lot of missed calls happened. That was the one thing that I did say after the game was, I'm not surprised they didn't call it because they were inconsistent all night, mm. like all night. We were, I was at the game. They weren't, yeah, they weren't inconsistent the entire night. Hey, that's crazy. But one thing I know as a basketball player, you know that too. Like it ain't never gonna be because of the last play, right? That you win or lose a game either. Everything leading up to that point, like. And uh, and every championship, like every team, you got to have some type of luck involved too. Absolutely. Diddy went down. I was like, oh, I was kind of when I seen that on Google last. Year, I was like, oh, they might be in trouble now. But, yeah. Yeah, man. Man, speaking of Diddy, like go back to that time Yukon uh, came back here to Baylor. When I seen Diddy guard that one, uh, the one girl that was Samuelson. Is that her? Yeah, she pretty much locked her down. That guy. Yeah. Said, oh, Baylor won the championship, didn't you? <laughs> That's what I knew. Yeah. They was, hey, you got to give it to them. Hats off, whether I'm a UConn fan or Baylor fan, it don't matter. Hey, a game is a game. And, I, and I'm always down to watch a good basketball game. Like, I could care less who wins, who loses. If it's a good game, I'm going to sit there and watch it. Oh, same here, man. So, like, this uh, kind of – I seen a meme on uh, social media, right? It was like a – it was like a, it's kind of, let's say it was like a hospitality room, right? It was the one for the female hospitality room, and then another one for the, for the guys, right? Let's just say the guy's hospitality room was on the quality of a root crisp, and the female side was like a quality of a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. So like, in your playing days, did you ever notice like a difference, like a, between how they treat the female athletes versus the men athletes? Uh, 100%. I mean, being here in Texas, you can just see that uh, big time, especially where in high school. I mean, high, Texas high school football is the biggest thing oh, yeah. going. It's like a religion. So everybody got to take a back seat to that. And then going to the school I went to at Robinson, you're taking a back seat to baseball and softball. Those are the two biggest sports more than football at, at Robinson. Um, you got athletes that should be playing football and basketball that don't because they don't want to get hurt for baseball or softball. So, yeah, I can absolutely. And, yeah, girls and boys-wise, absolutely. 
And that's crazy because y'all went to state that one year. So you, so you, you still felt the difference that even with that year y'all went to state. Kind of how they prioritize the baseball team and all that. Yeah, because I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the baseball team would stay there too. They didn't win it, but they went. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, 100 percent, they prioritize certain sports and. And back in the day, everybody played everything. I mean, 3A, same thing as La Vega. You don't, you're not at a big enough school to have, you know, oh, these are the baseball players. Everybody played every sport. Oh, yeah. That's how you ma it makes everything better, you know, the sports program as a whole. Um, but at Robinson, you got – there's a lot of talent and a lot of other – and it's still to this day and that, could, that should be playing certain sports, but they only play softball or they only play baseball. That's big. It's definitely like La Vega. Like, I don't know when the transition happened. It was like La Vega was a basketball school at one point, and now it's like football took over and never looked back. Right. Like, shout out to them boys in La Vega, by the way. No, no, Dixie Robinson and nothing like that. <laughs> but yeah, so did you even you ever notice something like that at AU? Um, I can't say particularly because. Really, when we started playing, I remember when my sister played, there would be tournaments where there would be boys and girls in the same gyms and stuff. Yeah. But when we started, it was real separate. Like, we hardly got to see boys play. It was a lot of, you know, the girls are playing this weekend at this place and the boys are here. So I really never got to see the comparison of either. And I don't have any younger siblings to go watch. So I can't really compare the two. But I'm sure there definitely was a bigger push for boys than – than girls. Oh yeah, you can see that in society right now. Like, I barely even know when the WNBA game is coming on. Like, why you? Let's see, WNBA, even college, even down to the college girls game too. Like, I can't even like, you know, I can't. I think it was other like those type of games come on on Sundays, really. Yeah. I barely even kind of noticed it. So, you think it's because like people not interested in it, or it's not marketed? It's not marketed. They don't have any money behind them. Uh, all the big companies are pushing the sports that's going to bring them the more money. They don't see a dollar sign behind women's sports, which is insane to me. That's very insane because I could, I could say, like, D1 basketball especially, I could sit there and watch that all game, like, all day, but, like, on the women's side. Because mm -hmm. my mom, she pretty much took me to the Baylor games growing up. I remember Sophia Young and, you know, Autumn Cove. Autumn Cove was, like, Sheila Lambert. Like, yep. They low-key kind of, like, kind of feel my passion for basketball at the time. So, like, the female side definitely slept on, man. Like, why you never try to uh, get into coaching though like that? You don't like uh, basketball like that? No, I do. I love basketball. But um, I, I working with the Y and being with younger kids, I don't know. It's something about the younger ones, man. And I can tell you exactly what it is, actually. It's the attitudes, man. I can't deal with the high school, junior high kids. I get them. We get them from age 4 to 12. It's before they can really form their own opinion. They're, you can kind of mold them type thing. They, you know. But it's once they hit that, that teenage, oh, man, it's over. It's over. So, yeah, I, I honestly love little ones. I do. I do. I think that's the only way I coach. It's like if I can get somebody like get a group of like you know eight, ten like kids at like five years old, and I kind of keep my hand on them all the way to kind of like they did with us. Yeah, then that might be the only way I can probably get into coaching. But as far as like kind of getting group a bunch of kids that's already think they know everything, I'm, I think I'm good on that too. Right? Like, yeah, because yeah. it's hard with the with the older ones that we uh, we deal with. You know, eleven and twelve they 
starting to smell themselves. They think they, <laughs> they think they somebody. Uh, they gotta you know want to buck up to you, but yeah. It's gonna knock them down. You know they they, they all need to be humbled at some point. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, how your daddy doing? Speaking of coaching, you know, he used to coach y'all growing up. Oh, he's good, man. He's <laughs> good. He's good. Just working. He still uh, driving trucks? Same old, same old. Driving trucks and listening to sports radio. He come home and tell me, hey, this was on the radio. You hear this? This was on the radio. You hear this? I'm like, hey, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Brother Weaver. That's my partner right there. What about your mama? She's good. She's good. She uh, working, working from home still. And, she uh, here recently started doing her calculations and seeing that she's closer to retirement than she thought, so she's oh. getting excited. So, yeah, I mean, they just heads down working. They're trying to get there, trying to get there, excited. Grandkids, more coming. So, yeah, they're excited. They. It's been the same in the grandkids, my mama. <laughs> I know she is. Boy. Oh, man, I already know. I think I'm finished out of daycare. I'm like, what? But it shut down everything. <laughs> it's crazy, like, to see your parents as grandparents because they are so different as grandparents because I'm like, nah, what? Nah, with, the, with Kendall right now, when she, uh, when she go to my, par- my parents' house now, it's like she at the candy store pretty much. Like, everything I asked for growing up, nope. Ask Kendall. He don't even get the chance to ask. He just get off into him like right. room service. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, my my nieces, especially that younger one, cause she just something else. But they have my dad, especially eating out the palm. Of, oh my goodness, it's insane. I'm like, dude, you when did you become so soft hearted? <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I mean you've been around my dad. He was so cold hearted. Good Lord, you could. I could never get him to say yes to anything when I was younger. I mean, they bat their eyes and it's, it's a done deal. Yeah, do the love. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that Kendall, be, that's still, that's still work for me right now for the time being with Kendall. But like, I think about two more months, everything gonna be like, no. Right. He's gonna get real stiff, you know what I'm saying? So he's gonna, yeah, man, grandparents, think they start changing on me. Like, it's not fair. I'm kind of, I don't know how I feel about that though. Right. I'm talking to my parents about that when I get home, when I get to the house. Yeah, but. All right, man. So let's switch gears for a second. Sorry, my mama texted me the other day, sent me a link, KWTX, whatever, right? I ain't know what to expect. Tap the link. Says Kim Buggy leaves Baylor and goes to LSU. I'm like, what? It don't even feel right. You know what I'm saying? So like, what was your what was your immediate reaction when you heard that? Um, when I heard it on Sunday, I was was not surprised because I had been hearing about it since Thursday. Kenzie Roach sends me a link like, (laughs) hey, she got the crying emoji. (laughs) She's like, I can't take it. I'm like, (laughs) oh, oh. And then later on that day, I talked to my dad, listen to sports radio. Oh, yeah, they've been talking about that since Monday. You know, since they got rid of their coach, they've been they've been they've been trying to get Moki. They wanted to come home, get Moki, and so then that was Thursday, Friday. I ain't hear nothing. Saturday, I saw something else online. I think she, Kenzie might have sent it to me, and then we ain't hear nothing. And so I was like, oh, okay, it died down. Oh, she sent me like some of the Baylor players, you know, like oh she ain't going nowhere. Da 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 da. But then they removed it, hmm. and so I was like, okay, she ain't going nowhere. I'm like whatever, whatever. Weekend goes on. 
And Sunday, I'm like, wow, she really went. She really went. So. You know, that's crazy because, like, leading up to leading up to the, you know, when she gets to make the decision or whatever, it's been, uh, I think she said something in the newspaper that has said, like, it was something about a new stadium. Mm-hmm. And she, was like, came out aggressively against it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and then, um, I don't think her, I don't think her opinion was really valued in that situation. And uh, athletic director was pretty much like, "All right, we're still gonna do it. Like, what you, what you gonna do about it?" Right. And I was listening to uh, the Sikkim Three Sixty Five podcast or whatever they have on the, on YouTube, and they were saying that Kimoki had said, you know, several times she doesn't want to coach at a school where the arena's not on campus. So basically, like, it's not centered around the school yeah. and the kids or, you know, whatnot. Um, so, I mean, that's what I heard as well. You know, that was one reason why she was leaving was because the disagreement of of the arena and now that the boys have won, they have a say type thing. So, I mean, we can all speculate, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, only them two really know what was said or what the real reason was. You know, that's true. But I'm gonna come. I'm gonna go at it from this perspective. Like, COVID, like when both of them were still in the tournament, both uh, the, the men and the ladies, they was in the tournament. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the ladies just got eliminated. I don't know. if It was like a little bit before the final four for the men. But that little director, Mac Rose, said we like we like to keep all our coaches happy or whatever. He like to you know get ahead of the game before negotiations start or whatever. So. When I kind of, I kind of got the, when I got the news that Kim Mucky left. I'm like, oh, you were just capping that time you said that. I'm like, oh, y'all, whoa, oh, right. Cause that's like, you don't let, you don't let like a, like a cornerstone type of person for your athletic program like Kim go like that. A Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. Walk. Like, she probably get a couple more championships if she if she retired 15, 20 years from now from Baylor. And you let her go? That's like letting Phil, not Phil Jackson, but like Greg Popovich go in the NBA. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and then like the Baylor program, like the athletic program and all, they've been through so much. Like, like Kim got there in like 2000. And then they had the, the player that, you know, that got killed in the, on the men's team. So that's when it goes on. That's when they had a death penalty on them for a second. Mm-hmm. She turned that place around. You know what I'm saying? And like a couple years after that, got a championship in 2005. Nobody got a reason to go to Baylor at this point. Mm-mm. You know, as a parent, I'm gonna send my I'm gonna send my kid to Baylor at that time either. 2005 came through with a championship. You know, the football team was irrelevant. The men's basketball team was irrelevant. You didn't hear about Baylor unless you're talking about the women's basketball team. So, for the for the um. Matt Rose to let her go is kind of disappointing, bro. Like, even as a UConn fan, you probably feel that way, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Because like, I'm, I'm a UConn fan living in Waco, so the best next, the next best thing for me to watch is Baylor. Exactly. And it's right here. I mean, after I stopped playing and graduated, my parents bought season tickets to the girls. Like, it's the next best thing. I can't, I can't be in Connecticut, but I can be here in Waco and watch. To me, the second best in the nation. You know? Oh yeah. So best, that's the best basketball in the city. Like, yeah. Like Shamika Scott and 
No. I actually sell. I go. I kind of go all. Yeah, you go, go down the list. Exactly. Right. Yeah, then, it, you know, she got three championships. Like, how do you let that go? Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. And, I mean. It feels like it's because of the athletic director's ego. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah, you ever watched The Last Dance? Yeah. Jerry Krause, remember the short film? Yes, that's very, it was very Jerry Krause-like. <laughs> it was very Chicago Bulls-like. It's, it, it was like, because uh, I, I was, you know, people on Facebook and KWTX posted it, and then people on there like, no, uh, nobody's ego should be bigger than the schools, you know. They let Kim get away with too much and this, this, and that. I'm like, get away with what? First of all, she got everything she deserved. She earned everything she deserved. She probably ain't not she probably not getting enough at this point. Like. Exactly. She's not getting enough respect. Not enough talk. I mean, I don't know. I just people they just I don't understand it, man. Yeah, I kinda I kinda hate to go here, but like I feel like the A D probably got like a old like an old school white male type mentality. He not used to like a strong female voice. Right. That kind of, you know, that's demanding. Like, hey, if she get if she got the results, she can have whatever personality you want. And I think that's what it was too, was like he didn't want that to get out like Kimoki can get whatever she wants from me type thing across to the other coaches. Because then they kind of look, as a leadership, they're looking at him across the table like, what kind of man are you if you let this woman walk out? You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, it is what it is. She Everything she got, she earned it. Thank you. Everything she, everything that school got was built on her back. Man, so. She probably had your job. <laughs> right. <laughs> at this point. At the end of the day, yeah. She probably should. She probably run for mayor right now and win by 85%. A yeah. Like, <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Yeah, like, um, yeah, this, um, this kind of, it's not, it ain't really hurt my feelings, but I'm like, you grew up, you know, she been here since 2000, you like five years old, like, you kind of grew up, she was kind of part of your, you know, part of your life for a second, you know right. what I'm saying, especially from Waco, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like. I don't remember Baylor basketball without Kim Mulkey. At all. Every memory I have of girls basketball, Kim Mulkey's in it, like. I don't even remember a bunch of guys that played. Right, but I can tell you almost all the girls that played and what years they was there. But Exactly. Yes. This is very disappointing. Mac Rose is the new Jerry Curls. That's <laughs> uh, gonna, yeah. That's going to be, that be the title of the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that right there. That right there. Jerry Curls would be you. Yeah. And on top of that, like, kind of. Kind of go back on a little further. Nobody, no program was like winning like that. Kim was the first one. I mean, you had two maybe. You got UConn and Tennessee. Girls no, I'm talking about just the Baylor athletic program. Oh, absolutely. No, no other program was winning. I mean. The football team, they were selling, they were selling tickets in Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> I told somebody that the other you day. Like, yes, <laughs> you bought a combo, you got tickets. <laughs> Like, boys basketball, they was about to see the death penalty. The death penalty. And they scouted the first two years. They couldn't even go to the tournament. Exactly. They had to go to NIT. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yo, you, he really disrespected Kim like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And he, he was there before him. Like, she was there before him. Yeah. And that's what, um, I mean, people say that with the old uh, AD, 
she kind of walked all over him type stuff. And he was like, well, she ain't finna do that to me. She I mean, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that's just what I heard. Yeah, but I'm gonna lay that alone. Right. That type. Nah. Yeah, so this was definitely ego-driven by the AD. Like, and then on top of that, people don't like moving. Right. Like, After 21 years, who wants to move? Exactly. Like, you don't, you got your whole family here, you know. But, I don't even like moving the couch inside this house right now. Right. <laughs> But after listening to her press conference, it seemed a lot of it based off she wanted to come back home and seeing her mom. I had never really seen her mom. I mean, I've seen her before, but not in a while. And she's older. Maybe it was time for her to move back home because, okay. I mean, her mom's older. She ain't leaving Louisiana yeah, to come here. So maybe maybe that was driven that Mackenzie's about to have her second kid. They need to move that way. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, like I said, who the only two people that really know what happened is the AD and Kim. Yeah, that's so. true, man. You know, we're going to miss Coach Kim, man. Shout Absolutely. out to her. You know, brought a lot of, brought a lot of excellence to the city. And then, um, I don't know how the, the board of these colleges think. I don't know if they think, like, people come here just because of their medical program or their law school. Like, they, I think they pretend like these sports don't really attract all these students here. Like, right. Kim the foundation that absolutely remember that. that absolutely I mean yeah a lot of things will get you to come here like school wise education wise but what's going to keep you here is the activities you have surrounding that mm-hmm. like you got a good football program they're going to you know people are excited for football season we're going to go tailgate we're going to go to the game basketball you know October hits it was basketball season yeah. you know they got a good girls and boys team like they got stuff to go to yeah, things absolutely. to do on campus keep them on campus absolutely so and one more thing, I'm going to switch the subject. Even when uh, even when the Baylor football team had all those allegations, I'm not saying nobody's guilty or nothing like that, but they was kind of going through a little situation, right? Guess who, after all that going on, the one person that stood up for the school in an unpopular statement. <laughs> Very unpopular. Kim Mulkey. Yep. Had her on first take. Stephen A going crazy, but. Don't sing your daughter there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Stay in that studio, partner. Like <laughs> right, but yeah, I mean, and and then all that, I mean, or not shortly after, it won the championship. That's what I'm saying. After all that, like she's still bringing light to the school with all the bad that's going on. Exactly. So it was been so much bad at Baylor, and she was the only shining light there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, good luck to uh, Coach Kim. I, might be rooting for LSU women's now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, they was, I've heard more talk. It's like, you know, Shaq's son goes there, his daughter. They got deep pockets. They got some some things. They might be they might be coming up next in the next couple of years. I'm saying, hey. So Shaq got a daughter that's at LSU right now? If I'm not mistaken. And then they got one, she got, he got one that's in high school that's nice. Man. And she, she's tall, long. She's nice. Don't he got one at LSU right now? Yeah, the, his son. What's his name? Uh, Sharif. Sharif. Yeah, yeah, he's there. Is he cooking? Like, what you... Um, he, he was, I, I think he might have been limited on minutes this year. I mean, I didn't see him a lot, but you know he's coming off that heart surgery. Oh. So it's his first year back since his heart surgery. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. That's what I'm like. I want to see what, what they come with next year, boys and girls for LSU. That's what's up, man. Now, if Kim get a championship at LSU... <laughs> You know, Baylor gonna be sick. They gonna be sick. AD should get fired. <laughs> they gonna be sick. That's, the, that's gonna be the ultimate karma, though. Oh yeah, it really will be. That, do you, hold on. So, how many championships Gino got? 
Like a 10, lot. 11? Yeah. All right, so I can't say Kim's going to be the goal. She get a chip in two two places, but. I mean, she, she's in there. She'll she's in there. there. Yeah, for sure. Top three. Please. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, man. So, dang, man. I ain't, that used to be the only game we used to go to, the girls' game. I ain't going to have no girl to go. Y'all ain't going to have no game to go to now. Right. I, I mean, but we'll see. Game. It depends on who Baylor gets in here as that coach, man. They can make a splash or oh, what they going to do. All right, so who you who you be hearing about as replacement? Like, what? Um, I mean, of course, everybody's saying that with her press conference, she didn't announce Bill Brock and Satya Messer. So I'm sure those two names are in the hat when you got the talent you got here and you don't want them to leave with this new transfer rule. That'll be the smoothest transition. Though. Really? But then um, a couple of names, of course, Adia Barnes from Arizona. That would be a nice splash right there. That'd be a big wow. one. The question is, can they get her here? And then... Uh, the other big one that I've heard was um, the coach from Louisville. Hmm. I can't think of his last name, but I know his first name is Jeff. But, um, I mean, they had a couple of short lists floating around Twitter. But I think Barnes would be a splash for that sure. Definitely be. Look, that's the – if you – that would probably be the best replacement, you, if any. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she – I'm going to keep it I love you, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That – I can't see them hiring. I can't see them leaving Arizona after that run, though. Yeah, but they had to open. They had to break the bank for the keeper, though. But um, she has ties with Mac Rhodes, from what I saw on the internet. They were saying he's from Arizona. He went to AU while she was there. So I don't know if they have some kind of connection or friends or whatever. But I'm sure a phone call and a check will make you walk. Oh, what are you talk? <laughs> so I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's just. What you see on Twitter and all that, but you never know. I mean, like you said, you don't want to too much. Too much of a change can make these girls go with this new transfer rule. Yeah. So maybe Messer and, and Brock might be the move you make. But I mean, we'll have to see. he said within a week they want to have the head coach announced. When he talked today, okay. he said that about sometime next week they want to have that position filled. So. Jerry Krause on the move. On the move. He better do something. <laughs> he better do something. Like on the boys on the men's side, like who you Robert Baylor? Like what you Robert UConn too? I don't really I really don't have a boy I don't You I like don't, good basketball? Yes, I just good like basketball. good basketball. I tell you, anybody from Texas I'm rocking with. Okay. Anybody from Texas from the home state, I'm rocking with. Okay. So if they got a good program, I'm I'm with it. I really did like Texas uh men's with Shaka Smart. I liked him as a coach. Down there, they I mean, rid, he. They got rid of all the black coaches. There. Yeah, but you at a school that's football powerhouse. I mean, they not gonna yeah. cut you the resources that you gonna get somewhere else. So, I mean, I mean they ain't did nothing since Bryce Young was there, really. Like, football, yeah, they they another they're a second coming to the Cowboys. Like, <laughs> let's talk about relevance. Like, come on now. That is like a. Yes, people rock with Texas like they just won the national championship last year. I'm like, dude, when was y'all's last? Big 12 championship. Vince Young. Yeah. Probably Cole McCoy, too, but, you know. Yeah. That's the ages. Right. Black and white screen TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, all right, I'm going to do a – I think I'm going to do, a, like, a, off the top of the head, rapid fire for you. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you quick questions. You just think of the first name or quantity that pops up in your head, all right? All right, you ready? 
Favorite female basketball player of all time for you? Oof, Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie? Lisa Leslie for me. She was before Tarasi, I mean, WNBA is okay, popping I up. I yeah, Lisa I Leslie. And I happen to have one of her uh, autographed basketball sitting at the house. Really? Really. Thanks to my sister. Got you. <laughs> we went to the Final Four and she, uh, they were doing some kind of little drawing, texting the fastest, you know, you get the, the autographed basketball. And I was the lucky winner. So, yeah, and that, that was the icing on the cake for me. But, yeah. Lisa Leslie for sure. I think I might have to go with like, I think Maya Moore my person. Yeah. I think Maya Moore. She like she kind of like the Kobe. Of, it's either out of her or Tarasi. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either one. I could even throw Kenneth Walker there too. Yes, that was that's my that's my number two as far. I'm a post player, so that's it's yep. it's, it's Lisa Leslie and the CP. Got you, man. So like, who's your favorite player to ever come out of UConn? Oof, it's got to be Tarasi. But one that slept on and she's still relevant, just won the championship, is Sue Bird, man. She is. Man. She like, is one of a kind. Sue Bird is nice. How many she got right now? Three. She got three? She I got three. way more than that. She's got three championships. Let me Google this real quick. I'm pretty sure. So it's three? I'm pretty sure it's three. You know, usually it's like... Uh, the women don't really have like a long career like that. But, but she, her and Tarasi have been in the game for a while. Man, since like the early 2000s, yes. 90s, something like that. Yes. Man, shout out to them. So yeah, for sure, them them two right there are probably my top two out of out of UConn. Okay, your favorite NBA basketball player on the men's side. I'm a Carmelo fan through and through, man. I love, I love Carmelo. I love, I love his game. <laughs> I, I mean, I just have always been a Carmelo fan. I root for him no matter what, through the good and the bad. I'm, I rock with Carmelo. They disrespect the Carmelo that one time he went to Houston. Like, he didn't nobody sign him that whole year. Yeah. That was very disrespectful. Like Very much so. I feel like it added a few more years because he got the year off, though. Yeah, it definitely did. He needed that. Like, I've seen him size up from Zion Williamson that one time on what's now. I was like, <laughs> bruh. Yeah. He getting better. Yeah, he really is. You got to change change your game. Change your game and hey, you get better. Exactly, man. So, who's your favorite basketball team? Oof. Yeah, I've always liked the Spurs because, like I said, post player, like Tim that. Duncan. That's he was Mr. Fundamental. That's an old school answer. That is an old school answer, <laughs> man. My dad, man. He's like, if you want to watch somebody, you want to learn from somebody, watch Tim Duncan. That's very true, though. And, and he was right, man. Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamental, he is nice. Man, that's like my barber, uh, Ivan. Shout out to him. Like, he's Spurs fan through and through. He kind of reminded me of my pop. Because, like, they – he talked about, uh, like, the, like, the old Boston Celtics from the 80s, how they played the game. You know, it's a beautiful offense, though. Like Yeah, and Popovich is a genius. Something else, he's man. He's a goat of all – he's better than Phil Jackson than me. Like, yeah, and he's not – Afraid to step on people like what he says in press conferences. He don't. He speaks his mind. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Got to respect it, man. I was going to ask you another one too. When next time the Cowboys win the championship, when they get rid of when Jerry Jones is <laughs> gone, it would, the sad thing is that's something that's going to be passed down to their family forever. I mean, yeah. it's going to be his grandkids running it, you know, years, years, years from now. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's honestly, yeah. I mean, as long as he's in the picture, I don't see them. Man, pray when for they... your cowboy friends. <laughs> yeah, pray for us, please. Pray <laughs> for us. We need it. But... Y'all the funniest people on social media, though. 
I try to stay out of it because I'm like, y'all make us look dumb. Just stop. Yeah, like, Just stop with it. Like, I'm a Celtics fan, right? So... When like KG and them broke up the team and all that, I just stay quiet for a few years. Right. Until, like, you know. And get back in the picture. To IT Gate. Yeah. Came Brad there. Stevens came in. And yeah, I said, oh, you're going to come back. Yeah. They're going to hear me though. Oh. Yeah, man. So, man, I definitely appreciate you for coming on the show though. Like, you know. Absolutely, man. Congratulations. This is big, man. Nah, I remember talking about this in church this Sunday. He was like, hey. I think I want to start a podcast. <laughs> and you were sitting there looking at equipment right there in church. Yeah, man. Like I remember that. That was like a long. It took a long time for me. It to did, act on it but too. hey, it, you got it. It's going. It's happening. Yeah, it's, it's a podcast. Is pretty fun too. Like you know, kind of like what we you do at church, like up there in the sound booth. Just, just be just top it up. Right. I'm like, man, I can do this all day. Yeah. So I just forgot to make a business out of it. For sure. You know, good luck to you on your Minnesota. 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 It's so cold, man. <laughs> Minnesota, yep. Yeah, stay away from the cops up there, too. Though. Yeah, man. kind of crazy up there. Yeah. What, what part of, where's Minnesota? Where's, like, the, where, what city is that there? So, we'll be on St. Paul. So, it's, like, St. Paul and Minneapolis, kind of like Dallas and Fort Worth. They sit right next to each other. Okay, gotcha. So, we call it Twin Cities or whatever, but. That's where we'll be, right up there in that freezing ass weather. So <laughs> that's where we'll be. Man, I'm now a Minnesota Vikings fan. Yes, yes, a Minnesota Vikings fan now. Because of Coach Scott. Coach Scott. Shout out to Coach Scott, man. <laughs> Alabama. Right. It's crazy how you, these opportunities come up for him, man. Like, hey, he is a hardworking man. He has earned uh, it everything. It shows. He's earned everything he's gotten, and. A hundred percent, I believe that his, his faith, his family, all that is, has a major part in his success. Oh, yeah. I know it ain't by accident, man. You no. Know, he like the coolest dude ever, too. I can met him at the wedding. He's like, what's going on, bro? I never met him before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just an ordinary guy you would never know. Never know. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Scots. T, respond to my message on Instagram. <laughs> oh, you saw it. <laughs> Don't leave him hanging, man. You got to get on here, T. You got to get up here. He come back from Minnesota. Holly knock out this episode. Yeah, man. It's the Wago Willie Podcast. It's my cousin, my partner Haley. And we out. Peace. What up, family? I hope you enjoyed that podcast, man. Um, I want to give a quick update. First off, I hope y'all looked at the Safe Moon episode. I mean, listen to the Safe Moon episode. It's very advantageous. If you listen to it and apply it, just go just um uh, Go back to the last episode, go check it out. And if you get some game from it, you know, just share it with somebody. You know, that's all I ask. You know, the information ain't just meant to be held on to, meant to be shared. You know what I'm talking about? So, share it with somebody you care about, somebody you love. Share it about 10 to 18 people. If we all come up together just off that safe moon play, and I don't know if we all come up together, it'll be lovely for my streams. Let me go ahead and be real with you right now. All right, so. And another thing that I want to uh, kind of bring, uh, put out just one second, man. Uh, Facebook and Instagram been limiting the number of people who see my posts. I checked my insights the other day. Uh, when I posted my episode on Sunday, looked at my insights, showed only 20 people see my, my post. Sorry about that. 20 people. You know what I'm saying? I got like 2,000 friends on Facebook, about 1,000 followers on Instagram. You know, 20 people saw my stuff, so. I'm not going to complain about it, because champions are just. 
You know what I'm saying? So this is what we're gonna do. If you uh, want to stay tuned in the podcast, you want to be updated on who's coming on next, uh, be updated on upcoming promotion that I have coming up. I need you to text this number. Matter of fact, text the word Waco to this number right here. That is 254-271-1806. Again, that's Waco to 254-271-1806. All right, so we're going to use this text for, uh, for marketing purposes only. You're probably only going to get two to three texts per week. And this is all going to be just to promote, promote the upcoming guests. It's not gonna be a uh, not gonna get like hundred messages every week. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of annoying. Kind of like that guy girl that takes you 25 times and never respond. They being super persistent. They kind of hope to get you or nothing like that. Like, but they still text you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not gonna be that kind of party. It's gonna be about two three messages tops every week. So yeah. So this uh, this is done to kind of beat the IG uh, Facebook algorithm. You know, work our way around it, you know. Like I said, uh, no just to it, so. So that's it, y'all. You know, appreciate y'all for tuning in. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace.